Happy Father's Day. It's a good day. I think it stopped raining. So that's good. I'm just going to say, like, Mother's Day was awesome, but it, it, it was Father's Day that it stopped raining for a while. So, come on. No. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. It's just I'm happy that it stopped raining, all right? All right, well, 23 years ago today, well, actually, 23 years ago today, I got married to my wife, Bethany. Happy anniversary. Also, 23 years ago, uh, there were four people meeting, preparing to start a church. And, uh, and two of those people are pastoring another church somewhere else now, and we love them still. <laughs> two of those people are still here uh, for one more Sunday, and, uh, and they have been faithful from the very beginning. They've walked through a transition where the, person, the, the people who asked them to come start this church with them moved on. And, uh, and they faithfully continued to serve, even when some new guy who had no idea what he was doing stepped into the role and um, just faithfully served and cheered me on and supported me. And I'm so grateful for them. And we get to hear from them one last time today. So would you give it up for Pastor Kevin and Anne-Marie Allpress? Hi. Uh, Brad asked us to share a few things today and uh, to think back over, yeah, 23 years of, of walking alongside this church and, and all that's happened and, and how to boil that down into a 15, 20 minute talk. I don't know how that's possible, but I do know it starts with thanks. Um, this church and uh, the, the, the cast of characters has changed a lot through the years. I get that. But some of you we've walked alongside for two decades of life. We've watched your kids be born and grow up and get married and become parents. It's crazy. Uh, our kids have done the same. We've got uh, some that are watching online right now. Um, we, our, our family grew up in this church, and it's been a blessing, and it's been an honor to serve. And we just say thank you for the role you've played in our lives uh, we would not be who we are without you all. And, and some of you don't really know me, and I don't know you that well, but I'm telling you this, we're part of a body, and you are part of our lives, whether we've had a sit-down talk or not. Um, the, that's, the, that's the beauty of being a part of a church. We are a body together, and, and, and each one of you has impacted us in some way, shape, or form. So thank you to everyone who's here today. Uh, and the and, and Lord, you know, just extend that to all the people who we have shared life with for 20 plus years. It's been amazing. Um, we, I, I don't know if there's a right way to do this, but Amory and I, we kind of, we both developed our, our like greatest hits list. And we're going to, we're going to share a couple truths that God's walked us, um, walked us through, through the years. So uh, we're just going to take turns sharing a couple things and um, I hope you're blessed and, and uh, here she goes. Whoa. I'm the first. Um, so we um, have said yes to 23 years when we really said yes to six months. When Lance and Polly said, could you help us for six months? And we are like, 
oh, okay, we could do that. It's been a long and beautiful six months. So when you say yes, God does things. So, um, and as we look through our truths, you know, so many things have developed us, Bible studies, messages, life groups, mission trips, youth camps, quiet times, our family and friends who pray for us, we have developed because of that into people that God continues to develop us into. Um, you know, in Philippians, it said, Paul says that not that I have already obtained all this or have arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold for, what, for that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. And that's a promise for all of us to know that we keep pressing on and knowing more. And so one truth I gave, grew in during these 23 years was to watch what Jesus is doing and join him. And it's not, I mean, I taught the kids a lot, so I taught a lot of children we have, haven't we? And children in Sunday school, quest, all sorts of things. And so it's not that I see Jesus over here, Anne-Marie, and pointing me like that. But what it is, is the presence of him aligns with what I read in the Bible daily, with what is going on around me, with what is going on in my husband's life and what he speaks to me, the messages I hear in church, the times when I'm listening while I pray, so, and worship time. So if I do all those things, I can watch what Jesus is doing and join him. So and if I'm not doing something like those things, I can miss it. And so um, when my thoughts will go down into a negative or a dark time, and it does happen sometimes, I do a self-check and I go, okay, Anne-Marie, what are we doing? Are we watching for Jesus by reading your word? Am I praying? Am I listening during it? Am I worshiping? Am I talking to my husband and hearing what he says? Surrounding myself with people that I want speaking into me. And if I'm not, I got to do some work to fix that because I want to watch what Jesus is doing and join him. And when you think of it and when you really do see that, it's it can be, you can start doubting and going, oh, that's, I'm not supposed to do that. No, go to Haiti. They have big spiders. <laughs> do teach children here, switch your job, adopt, bring a, an exchange student to your home your last year, you're packing around her. You know, all of these things that you go, am I supposed to? If I start and really think about it, I might say no. But if I know I'm watching for him and joining, it's his job. I don't have the ways to do all this. He does. He'll just use me, and I'll grow. If I, if I don't do it, he'll use someone else. But I want to grow. So I will step out and say yes. I mean, playing the bass 12 years ago, I'm sitting where you were going, let's be so cool if I could play up there. I could play a bass. I mean, we have one at home. Luke knows that. Luke left it. I don't know how to play the bass. So I can learn. And I did. And I started playing and practicing. And I thought, there's such good bass players at our church. 
they won't use me. They both left. And so <laughs> I was used in that way. And what a blessing was that for me to do that. So watch what Jesus is doing and join him. Anne-Marie obviously prepared way more for this moment than I did. I think I should just let her keep talking. Uh, the first thing I want to share is this. Uh, and some of these things I know that I've, I've said up here before, I, they, like I wasn't kidding when I said we're rolling out our greatest hits. I mean, these are things that have resonated with me as truth for a long time. Uh, the first thing I want to share is uh, we're always just one step away from the path. Um, I'm actually pulling a verse from Lamentations. I mean, 23 years of, of being up here in Lamentations is coming out on my last, last week. I, I've heard this before. I didn't know it was in Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. I want you to think about consumed for a second. For his compassion never fails us. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So when I say we're just one step from the path, here's what I know. I find myself in this situation a lot. I'm feeling like I've blown it and that it's going to take a, a huge work to get me back where I want to be and where I know I should be. Um, in the verse it said, because uh, of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. I was thinking about what are the things that consume us. And, and we could all probably answer that different. For me, I get in, in this thing kind of like this sin cycle. I, I make mistakes. I blow it. I'm not who I want to be or who I should be. Then the guilt and the shame follow. And if I don't break that cycle, pretty soon what happens is that acceptance follows that. I'm like, oh, I guess that's just who I am. I guess that's just how it's going to be. And, and you lose the ability to even uh, realize that you're making choices every single day. You're going through that same cycle. And at any point, despite I might look back and go, man, I've wandered so far from where I need to be. We're just one step from the path, one step away. Um, his faithfulness is new every morning. We don't have to go through this long, huge list of to-dos to try to clean ourselves up before we get back on, path, on the path. But we punish ourselves. We keep in this cycle and we feel like we're not worthy. We're not. Um, and we always, I, well, for me, at the, early in my life uh, uh, as a Christian, and, and even as I stood up here with a, the title pastor in front of my name, which was mind-blowing, um, I would think, okay, I got to go start over. I got to go back to the beginning. I have to redo this whole thing because I've obviously blown it. But now what I see as I've grown a little bit is as I confront those things, as I put a little bit of light on the darkness that I've created in my own life, God's faithful to meet me there. And all it does, like, it doesn't even take a new morning. It could take a new second and go, okay, Lord, I'm back with you right now. There's, we have a history in the Bible of people who have blown it a lot. And God still cares for him. Some of his biggest heroes, some of the people we read about, did horrific things. And God has their heart and they have his. And so I guess at the end of the day, when I say we're just one step away from that path, we got re to realize that God's never going to stop loving us. The things that we did that, to get us off track aren't too big for God. We just need to put ourselves back in line with him. That's good. That is good. So, early on in my time of the church, and I had little kids, I was teaching full-time, and we were um, doing ministry, and I felt like I, I had so many hats I'd put on, okay, now I need, to, I need to put on my mom hat and do mom stuff really good, and now I'm going to put on my 
wife hat. I haven't been giving Kevin enough time. Here's my wife hat. And oh, I'm teacher. That was a good one. The teacher put on my teacher hat, because now I'm teaching right now, and put on my, oh, I'm up in the service, put on this hat for a friend, you know. And so I was wearing so many hats, as we do. But I was getting so stressed, because I was not wearing them well. I didn't feel like I had them on me enough. And I would start feeling this guilt of, oh my goodness, I haven't been with my kids well lately, you know, and oh, I need to do this. And, and I was really, really struggling. And then I got back and started to just pray and pray about that because it was a stressful time for me. And God said, wear one hat. Jennifer made this for me. Wear the child of God hat. Do that well, Anne-Marie, says God. He says, if you get your eyes on me and you pray and you seep into me and learn who I am, your other things will happen. And they will happen in ways that will bless people. And you will get this gift called peace and joy in your life. And it will take away this franticness that you are trying to do perfectionist, trying to please people, please me. And you will end up doing the things that you wish you would do in such a manner that you are full of peace and joy. And so Jennifer, I shared that with her, and Jennifer Christensen made me the hat. And um, it's just such a reminder, it says child of God, um, that I'm going to wear one hat and wear it well. She's a good wife. <clears throat> my, uh, my next one is this. When you're down, help someone else up. And I'm going to read from Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in, humil conceit. Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Um, and, you know, I think you run the risk when you stand up here on a, on a moment like this. And uh, we, we don't want to pat ourselves on the back or, or any of that. That's not what this is about. If you know us, I hope you know that we're trying to be pretty humble people. But, but we serve people. That's what we do. Um, and, and we, this is the crazy gift of serving. And people out there get this. When we put others first, we end up being blessed. Um, we have... Uh, Oh, our kids are te texting us right now. They're watching the service live. Like, okay, just save those for a few minutes, kids. We'll read all those texts soon. <laughs> when, when, here's the thing. When we're down, when we're struggling, when things aren't going well, I think our world shrinks a little bit, and the things that are before our eyes get really small, and it looks like this, our problem. That's what we focus on so much. Um, what we're dealing with, what we're trying to figure out, um, and at that point, truly, we're not good to anyone. We're, in fact, a lot of times what I've seen is when we're at that point and all we're fixed on is our problem, we, start to, we can start to blame other people real easy. Uh, it couldn't be my fault. You know, it's, it's, it's circumstances, it's people, it's whatever. Getting our eyes off of ourselves, though, is the key to healing. Um, you, you, are, you aren't in a good spot. The best thing you could do is, is get that out in the open and start helping somebody else regardless of what that looks like. And, and I'm going to tell you, church is a perfect place to live that out. There, <clears throat> there are so many opportunities to serve people here, um, to get involved and to, to set something up or to watch a kid or to share a gift up front. Whatever you happen to be, whatever your thing is, 
um, I just want to encourage you to get involved. Uh, it, it strengthens your relationship, you know, with other people, and it strengthens your relationship with God. Um, we just got to figure out ways to get our eyes off ourselves and, and help other people serve humbly. Serve. I forgot to read my verse from the last one. Ooh, Kevin's like, we tag your verse with it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So it is a great verse, though. Hebrews 12, 2. So where in your God, God, um, child of God hat is let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith. Um, yeah, it's good. It's one of my stuffed verses inside my brain. So my last one to share with you is one that goes with that perfectionist issue I have a challenge with, um, and it is Jesus still loves me. First John 3, 1, see how very much our Heavenly Father loves us, for he allows us to be called his children. Um, the word still is the powerful one for me because I've known Jesus loves me. I know I'm his child, but at the moment when I have done something failure-like, um, I can beat myself up mentally, but I say this phrase under my breath, Jesus still loves me. I was up at the base last week, and I played a note wrong. I played the wrong Did you note. Notice it? <laughs> it was a loud part and everything. And I just went, Jesus still loves me because I am up there to be a worshiper, not to be a perfect bass player. And I love to worship Jesus. And if I would have hung on to that and thought, oh, now I got to really watch. Now I got to, you know, pay attention. I would lose God's blessing for me and for you by doing that. So, you know, it's just so important to know that Jesus loves you at all times. Even, you know, when you make a mistake or when something's happening and someone else notices, that's even harder for me because now I've pulled in that embarrassing, oh my goodness, Kevin knows now, you know, and I just have to go, ah, Jesus still loves you because my reaction will be, harder on myself and and it has really diffused um with the the peace that god has given me and the fact that my love his love for me is not based on my actions not my behavior it's called grace i get what i don't deserve and it washes over me and not only does his does he forgive and love me but now i'm forgiven love myself and that's huge, you know, because um, this world is rough. It's rough. And um, we can be hard. We can go through hard things. And when we can put God in those spots that are hard and we feel we've messed up and like Kevin said, step back on the path, we get that grace. We know God loves us and we can keep moving on and wearing that child of God hat. Thanks. Uh, my last truth that, that I'm going to share is this. Um, measure life by seasons, not by minutes. Uh, Isaiah 40, 31 has kind of become my, my life verse. It just speaks to me. Uh, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And 
Anne-Marie and I have noticed through our lives together that so much of, of what we experience is based on our expectations. Um, we think one thing's going to happen or we think she's going to do something or he's going to do something and they do something a little bit to the left or right and we're like, what the heck? When really the left or the right was fine, but we expected something right in the middle. And I think this, vo this verse just really speaks to that. Um, you know, what are our expectations out of life? I think, you know, we often want to soar. You know, we expect to soar. Like it's our right and our privilege to soar like eagles. But the truth is that that's not where we live most of our, our days. Uh, and and the, the beauty of this verse and the spiritual truth for me is this. God understands the seasons of life. Uh, he lays it out right here. Sometimes we're going to soar. Sometimes we're going to run. Sometimes the best we could hope for is to walk and not faint. Um, it, it's not a surprise. Like if you find yourself just hanging on, God's not surprised by that. It is a natural season and flow of life. Um, to stumble through our day and just stay upright is a win. And we don't have to feel like less than. You know, sometimes we put ourselves in those situations and there's things we got to deal with. But, but like Anne-Marie just said it, life is hard. Um, there are days when we're going to soar. There are days when we're going to run. There are days when we're just going to crawl through it and just make it to the end of the day. Um, and, and the thing that's beautiful about, about understanding this truth is that we're no less worthy on those stumbling, crawling, barely making it days. There are times, and, and I think anybody who's held a microphone up here will tell you this, when I don't feel like I should be standing up here. And yet, if, as I submit my heart and my mind to the Lord, I think he can still do things because it's really not about me and where I'm at anyway. And sometimes being vulnerable and sharing those moments with people is super important as well. So um, here's what I know to be true. Um, we, we've, we've experienced every high and every low as we've walked through these roles with you all in this church. And, and never once have I felt like God left me. I know that's true. He will not leave us or forsake us. Um, the, the, our relationship with the Lord is what we've built our our lives around. Um, I, w I was just texting with our, our daughter-in-law a couple weeks ago going, my life with God makes sense. My life without God makes no sense. Um, there, there is, you know, there's, there's lots of verses and lots of, of truths we could roll out here, but the, that, that to me, that's what it's all about. I mean, God in God with us makes sense. It's, it's the way we've always wanted to live our lives and what we've strived for. We could not have done it without all of you. Truly, we could not have done that. Um, so so we're, we're up here today saying goodbye. And it's, it's crazy weird. And it hasn't sunk in fully, you know. Uh, when Matt started getting choked up here, I wanted to kick him because I'm like, I'm a group crier. So uh, I, uh, no, no tears allowed because uh, I'll lead, the, tr lead the, the group if that happens. But we, you know, again, we just, we're so thankful and so humbled by this opportunity that, you know, I hope God knew what he was doing when he had us say yes to this because uh, it was not what we sought out. It was never, we never expected ourselves to be standing up here someday with this opportunity, but we've been blessed beyond measure um, and are so thankful. So that's amen. it. Well, yeah, amen. So you're all about to see some unfamiliar faces, but if you guys could just stay, you can either sit here and turn around and look up at the screen.
Hey, Abundant Life, Lance and Polly here. Hey, guys. Hey, super excited to see you. Hey, not sure if you realize this, but we were the founding pastors of Abundant Life back in 1999, I believe. Yeah. Hey, back then, we asked Kevin and Anne-Marie, Pastor Kevin and Anne-Marie, if they would come join us to start a church. And actually, we asked, hey, guys, would you come join us for six months till we get our feet under us and see what, what we're doing? You know pastors in six months. Come on. Yeah, well, you know the end of the story. We just want to say thank you for your love and faithfulness. Congratulations, you Woo! two. We love you. Enjoy Arizona. Kevin and Anne-Marie headed out to Arizona. Been there, done that. Florida is the place to be, just so you know. But we want you to know that you are a great inspiration in our lives. Yeah, and and our kids being able to grow up together and always having you guys to bounce off um, issues ideas, issues with yeah. teenagers. Wish you were here now. No, just <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you. We wish you the best yeah. in your life and your journey. Yeah. Kevin and Anne-Marie, as you can well see, our time with you is up, and that makes us all so sad. You have loved us well, and we want you to know that as you journey down to Arizona, we're loving on you back, and you're not going down there without our hearts following you. You have always been used by God to fill every spot that needs to be filled and you're going to be so greatly missed. So go and be blessed. We love you. Kevin and Anne Marie, thank you for shining the light of Jesus in all aspects of your lives. We got to share time with you and we're blessed because of it. We love you both. David and Andrea Kennebird from Maricopa, Arizona. We love you. Hello, sweet friends. Oh, how I miss you. We have tried so hard to get a video with Nick and I together, and I'm going to run out of time, so I'm going to do this now. I have so enjoyed the blessing of your friendship from Bible study to retreats to just chats and uh, just love you guys so much. Thank you for all that you have done, not only in Abundant Life, but thank you for the blessing that you have been in my life, for your love and support and prayers and your friendship. We love you very much. So excited for you for retirement. So excited for Arizona and being closer to your grandkiddos. So love you. Take care and hopefully we'll come visit. Kevin and Anne-Marie, we just thank God every time we think of you. Um, you were the first people to really welcome us when we came to um, ALCC 15 years ago. And you have really become treasured friends. Kevin, I remember um, when I first started teaching at Sumner School District and kids were coming through the middle school and they kept talking about this Mr. All Press and uh, they loved your class, they loved who you were um, as a teacher. And I just know both Kevin and Amory, you guys have touched so many lives through your teaching and um, you're just so authentic and I appreciate that and our friendship and 
Uh, I'm sure kids appreciate that and uh, you've touched so many lives. We're just thankful for so many nights in your home uh, with home group, uh, sharing our uh, lives and our families and lots of conversations about education. And we just appreciate your support and your prayers, how you've supported our kids uh, through their milestones and um, even foster care as we did that as well. And one very memorable road trip to Lake Tahoe. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. And Kevin, um, so many men's retreats and good conversations and um, just walking through our faith together, walking it out. Just having the support of you guys in our lives and, and being able to walk this journey together has yeah. meant so much to us. And um, We're sad that it's going to change a little bit, but we're excited for uh, what's to come too in retirement. So looking forward to some golf down there. Amory, uh, maybe the four of us get out there and play some golf. So. <laughs> Uh, we just pray blessing and joy on your move to be closer to your family and uh, and discovering new adventures God has planned for you. We know there's great things in store. We will miss you and uh, we love you very much. And Audrey, we just want to say too that um, we've enjoyed getting to know you and we'll miss you too and we pray that you'll enjoy your time down in Arizona with uh, grandkids and great grandkids and all of that. So uh, blessing on all of you. We love you. Hey, Kevin and Amory. Um, I just want to take this moment to thank you for um, your just example of love and consistency through the years, but especially um, during my time um, at Abundant Life, um, just your love and care made such a difference um, in my life and in the life of my kids. And so um, just honor you today and bless you and you are well loved and um, just can't wait to see what God has for your future. Pastor Kevin and Anne-Marie, I love you guys so much, and I am bummed I can't be here for your final Sunday at Abundant Life before you start your new venture in Arizona. Just know that you are loved. I have so enjoyed getting to know you both, and we hope that we will have a lifelong friendship with you guys, and we are just praying for all of God's best for you and your family. Hey Kevin and Amory, this is really bittersweet knowing that um, we're losing you guys uh, from our church body and from your role as pastors at Abundant Life. just want to share a few of our memories with you real quick. Um, one of my favorite things um, that when we first came on to staff was our elders meetings in your guys' living room and how Bethany and I would always sit really close to the fire and how um, both Kevin and Anne-Marie would make sure that the wood just kept coming because, you know, Washington State is always, always cold. So we're sitting in front of our fire in remembrance of enjoying many nights of prayer and worship and time together as elders in front of your fire and your wonderful um, just hospitality. So that memory is just kind of etched in, in our hearts. Yeah, and I guess it's bittersweet because honestly, um, we're going to miss your wisdom. Um, Amory, I can remember all of the times that you um, got a word from the Lord for our church and spoke. Uh, God would speak through you for our church. Um, and I, I, I know, Kevin, your, your heart of service, um, your desire to come alongside from the very beginning, Pastor Lance, um, and to build abundant life into what it is today. That legacy will never be forgotten. But we're happy for you. We know that you're going to be near um, 
your grandchildren. You're gonna be in a warmer destination, <laughs> which we're jealous. We are excited that um, you have a, a guest room. Yes, we, are we might come visit. Definitely, we're definitely visiting. Yes, definitely <laughs> visiting. But we love you. Um, we we are so thankful to have partnered with you in ministry. We wish you nothing but the best. We know God's going to be with you, and God has better things even in store for you as you head to Arizona. So we love you, and we hope to be in touch with you every step of the way. Uh, lifelong friends and family. All right, love you. Anne-Marie, thank you so much for the time that you spent pouring into the lives of these children. They just love you, and we love you too, and we're going to miss you greatly. Yeah, we're going to miss both of you guys. Thanks, Kevin and Anne-Marie. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for teaching us the class. We love you. Uh, hello. We're Luke and Becca, uh, Anne-Marie and Kevin's oldest children. So mom and dad, we'd like to take a moment just to brag about you guys and all that you have done, particularly in service of Abundant Life these last 20 plus years. Um, so here's all the things that we can recall of things that you've done while serving and caring for people. Inexhaustive. Yes. Sure. So helping start this church, let's start there. Um, hosting staff meetings in our home, leading Bible studies, small groups, marriage counseling family life nights at summer church camps, um, being kids church directors, and continuously working in Sunday school even when you stepped back from that role, preaching occasionally, being an associate pastor, welcoming others to service every Sunday, um, playing bass guitar, you go mom, Let's go. Um, running media, and I'm sure that there's a lot more that you did that we weren't even aware of because we were just kids growing up in the loving environment that you helped create. Very much just kids. Um, uh, but I grew so much as a, as a human at Abundant Life um, from the things that you both modeled for me in every way. Uh, I went from someone that couldn't look adults in the eye to someone who was leading Sunday schools, leading small groups. Uh, I learned how to play every instrument and like my foundation of everything technology started there. Um, I learned compassion for others. Uh, I learned what it means to dedicate myself to something larger than myself. Uh, by the way that you two led as servants, I learned how to be the kind of man that I want to be and I'm still trying to become because you have set this standard so high. Um, I'm so grateful for everything that you showed me and I know I speak for Becca as well um, and just saying that your love, dedication, your sacrifice and the humility are the things that I will always continue to try to be more and more like you. Absolutely. And we love you both an insane amount, and we know the kind of impact that this church will leave on you both forever, but the impact that you have left on the church is even greater. And you've done so much good for so many people, and ordering will never be the same because of your love. We love you guys. just thank you we we want to there's so much I could say um, just from serving out front in the very beginning to serving behind the scenes in so many ways these two have built this church in ways that many of you haven't seen um, I know for me in my uh, early days of a pastor Kevin you were a lifeline to me many times um, you brought wisdom as elders you're devoted to kids' ministry, both of you, as you look and see the pictures there. 
Um, hearing from Katie was just to think about um, Katie and her husband were our first youth pastors and you they had nothing and you invited them into your home gave them a place to live and and because of that uh, they were able to contribute to abundant life as well um, your hospitality whether it was staff meetings or um, on Easter, I would always say, you guys are in charge of finding as many people who are visiting as possible. Um, just their heart to connect with people has been such a blessing. Um, your heart for adoption, exchange students, foster care. Um, we journeyed together through adoption and supporting families with adoption. And uh, it's been such an honor and a blessing to do ministry alongside both of you. And uh, we're definitely going to miss your presence. So. I came prepared. <laughs> but the truth is, um, when Brad and I first came to help lead Abundant Life, we were just the underlings who showed up at this <laughs> meeting and were asked to help, you know, the four of them. And um, we looked to them for wisdom. We looked to them for just tell us what to do and we'll do it. And... Um, and I would have been totally fine for it to stay that way. <laughs> um, but as we all know, the roles um, later on reversed, and uh, Brad called, uh, or God called Brad and I to step into this position. And it was so weird because we're so used to looking to Kevin and Anne Marie um, for the wisdom and the leadership. And then all of a sudden, they were championing us and telling us that we could do this and that they were just here to serve and humbly um, walk this out with us and you made us believe that it was true and I don't know how much of that you had to <laughs> make up but you just you made us feel like we could do this and um, it was just such a blessing because we needed that from you guys and we've never stopped looking to you for that wisdom there were moments where um, I, I had to call Kevin one time and to get to talk Brad off the ledge. Like, I mean, it was hard at first. And I just remember going, Kevin, help. <laughs> and he did. He came and with just gentle wisdom, helped Brad through that moment. And um, there was a season where I walked through a really, really hard time. And one of the most life-changing moments that I have in my spiritual walk was a prophetic word through Kevin Allpress. Um, about what God wanted me to know in that moment. And I've shared that several times at different places. It's encouraged other people. And so that I will never, ever forget. Anne-Marie has given me wisdom on how to parent and understand my own children when I didn't get them, but she did because she's just magic with kids. And um, I mean, just so many things. We could go on and on and on, but... We absolutely love you both. We're going to miss you so much. Um, I'm trusting Kevin to send a little sunshine my way. And um, right now, I just want to call um, Allie up here because I want to honor her and Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth's going to come and share just a memory. Come on up, Allie. We, uh, we all got to watch this one be placed in the arms of Kevin and Anne-Marie and to watch her grow and it's just been so awesome to have her um, after Luke and Becca left which we loved watching them grow too and that was so amazing to watch them become just incredible adults and parents and 
it was just awesome. But to, to get Allie here too, and she's been a friend to my daughter, and um, we just we love her. So I'm, Elizabeth's going to share a memory. Um, well, we just had the honor of being able to be parents to um, foster and adopt little girls at the same time, and so Claire and Allie um, were these roly-poly babies together at, um, at our elders' meetings and didn't even notice each other in the same room, to being toddlers who fought over toys, to being um, younger playing with dolls, and then they made their own little forts in, in Allie's bedroom where the boys were not allowed, and so we'd have to run up and, and deal with that. So uh, for a long time they, with elder meetings, they were just really connected, and Claire reminded me um, I said, what do you, what do you want to, what's a memory? And it was that um, Allie had spent the night when you guys had gone somewhere and um, they, all night long, Allie made them laugh so hard that Claire beat her pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I just want to honor Allie for being just this tender-hearted friend, loyal to people, um, a love in this in this body. And I know that when you go to Arizona, you're going to bless those people around you and to start off the most is going to be your nieces and nephews who are just going to be doted on by you. But I do know that God is going to give you those friendships there too. And those friends are just going to be blessed by your, just your loyalty, your kindness, your amazing heart, and your ability to make them laugh, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> not all night, I guess I came into the room at one point and said, be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that. But um, So now that you're older, maybe you'll... Uh, um, just enjoy that time in Arizona and bless others just as much as you have blessed the, the people at this church. I just want to tell you, Allie, that, um, you know, there is a, this conspiracy out there that, you know, pastors' kids are the worst, you know. There's just this thing, like, I don't know what it's about, and it's not true. But here's the thing, what makes it not true is when the pastors are genuine and they are the same um, at home as they are behind the pulpit. And that's what makes pastors' kids amazing. I believe there is a favor on pastors' kids. There's a mercy and a grace on pastors' kids. And so just remember that you are blessed because your parents have been in ministry, just like Luke and Becca were. And um, we put this gift together for you. All sorts of little things in there that Becca helped us um, know that you would love. And so thank you, Becca, for that. And we just love you. So, we want to just give this to you to hang at your new home. This was kind of cool. This was made by uh, Dylan, made this for you. And um, I thought it was kind of cool. I was thinking about this, and he wasn't born when the church started. And that's kind of like a strange thought to me. But, um, but just the impact generation to generation. Uh, and it says, we truly appreciate you, Pastor Kevin and Amory Allpress. We honor you and your faithfulness to Abundant Life Community Church for the past 23 years. Your hard work, humble leadership, and dedication to serving the Lord has been an example of living a life of faithfulness to God. You have made a difference in so many lives. Well done, good and faithful servant. And turn to the joy of the Lord, Matthew 25 through 21. With love and gratitude from your ALCC Church family. So we want to pray over you all. Um, Audrey, could you come up here too? We want to pray over you. And I'd like all our pastors and, and spouses to come up. Um, I saw Pastor Eric and Naomi. Can you guys come up too? Come up and pray over these two. You guys have been a huge part of the journey as well. 
So you guys kind of step to the front here, and we'll kind of we'll come around and surround you. And you would just stretch out a hand, and if any of you would like to pray, uh, we've got a couple of microphones, so we will just uh, we'll just go there. So. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this family. We thank you for all that they have meant to us, God. Not just their contributions, God, but their heart. We thank you for their presence, their wisdom, the joy that they bring. Lord, we pray that you would bless them immensely, that there would be a double portion blessing. Lord, I can't even begin to count the hours of time that they've invested into your church. God, I pray that you pray that you would bless them with rest and with adventure in the season ahead, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Um, much has been made about you saying yes to Lance and Polly, right? We just said yes for a couple of months. Oh, feedback. Um, I was praying and here's what God showed me. He said yes before you ever said yes. And he's continuing to say yes. You don't get to retire. I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <clears throat> the calling of God on your lives, it's really clear. He has a purpose and a call on your lives as pastors. And wherever you land down there, he's going to continue saying yes, because you're part of his kingdom, right? And part of his mission. And um, I just want to pray over you and agree with God and what he said about that. So God, I thank you that you said yes. And because you said yes to equip them through the calling, it, it didn't come the other way. You said yes to them stepping into ministry and then gave them the call and they answered. And they continued to answer and they continued to answer, but you haven't stopped saying yes to the call in their life. And so God, I pray a blessing over them as they go. They're not done serving the kingdom, but they have a new journey ahead. And so I pray God that you would, as you continue to say yes, continue to equip them, continue to keep them on the journey with you. And we just ask that you'd bless their coming and going, God, that their order, their steps would be ordered by you every single step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. So Kevin and Anne-Marie, um, when we came to this church 10 years ago, we stepped in as kids pastors. We had no idea what we're doing, not at all. And what you guys instilled in us was seeds of faithfulness and you showed us what it meant to be faithful in God's house. And I just want to pray that those seeds of faithfulness will be passed down through the generational line of your family. So Lord, I just thank you so much for Kevin and Anne Marie and this, the beautiful example of faithfulness in their daily life, faithful in their vocation, faithful in their ministry. God, and I pray that this would be a true legacy in the all-press name, God, that they are a faithful people. They're faithful to you. They're faithful to the body of Christ. They're faithful in every assignment you put them in. And I pray that this would be something that their kids and their grandkids and their kids would grab a hold of. And it would be something that continues on is just that faithfulness because that's what the body of Christ needs right now is faithfulness. So Lord, we thank you for them and we bless them and we honor their legacy here that it would continue to bear fruit even after they have gone. In Jesus' name.
Kevin and Anne-Marie, you may think this is your idea, but this is a God idea. First off, Abundant Life wants to thank your children for giving you to us, letting you mother and father us, letting you be a matriarch and patriarch to this family. But now things are changing because of God. And here's what's going to happen. Kevin, you're going to lay your hands upon your children and your grandchildren. And you're going to speak, speak prophetic blessing over them. You're going to see their lives grow and be mighty and not minimal. You're going to be shoulder to shoulder with them. You're going to shoulder burdens with them, and you're going to share your burdens with them. You're going to be a strong arm for them. You're going to go arm in arm with your sons, your daughters, your, your grandchildren. No longer will you be on the phone um, giving them, depositing strength in them, but you're taking strength and being arm in arm with them. You will be hand in hand with them. You're going to say, this is the way, follow me. Because you know the way. You've been there, you've done it. You know the way and you know the one that calls out, follow me all the days of your life. You're going to bring peace into their family. You're going to bring peace into the lives of your children and grandchildren. You will truly be, you have been matriarch and patriarch to Abundant Life Community Church. And now you're going to be right in present bodily form and be matriarch and patriarch to your own children and grandchildren. We've said goodbye this year to Mother's Day. And really at the end of this day, we'll be saying goodbye to Father's Day. We're not saying goodbye to you. We're saying we love you. We're going to be watching. We're going to be listening for the stories and the blessing that God is going to bring through the both of you. We just thank God. Lord, I just... Um just commit this family to you, Lord. And God, I just pray that you would go before them, that you would surround them, that you would be their rear guard. I pray for health. I pray for strength. I pray for many years of just favor and blessing ahead. Lord, I thank you for Audrey, Lord, and that she has played such a special role in just um, this family, Lord. I thank you that she has them and they have her, Lord, and that she gets to go and be a part of this time in their lives, Lord. I pray, God, that you would just fill her heart and help her, God, um, replace any loneliness that she might have just with those kids, those babies, Lord. And I just um, ask that she would have also many years of uh, just enjoying her family down there, Lord. And so we just love them and we bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you guys.